Hey guys, and welcome back to Lumis Maxima, the podcast with bright ideas about all things Harry Potter. I'm Sarah. And I'm Delaney, and we're your hostess with the most. This podcast will contain spoilers, mature language, adult themes, and a lot of opinions. Each week, we analyze Harry Potter themes, content, characters, and more. And we even do some extra stuff to keep it fun and fresh. Now that you know the deal, let's get into the real stuff in this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome back. It's part two of our controversial characters, Albus Dumbledore episode. We got into all of his background and a lot about his personality last week. And this week, we are just going to talk about what makes him such a controversial character. Now, this doesn't mean he's not a beloved character. I think he is, in a lot of ways, one of the most beloved characters for a lot of reasons. He's self-sacrificing, he's super smart, and he's one of the only people who is with Harry from literally the beginning because he's there on the night that his parents are murdered. So he's very involved in a character's life that we really enjoy, and he makes a lot of moves that drive the story along and I think make it turn out in the way that it did. So... Just because we are saying he's controversial doesn't mean, obviously, we don't love him. Right. Um, It's just that people have complicated feelings about him. Yes. People are complicated. People are complicated, yeah. People are complicated. And we have people on again this week. Kelsey's back to talk about Dumbledore more. um, Because we had so much fun with the last episode. So we are going to forego the weekly wizarding question this week because we just want to talk about controversy. (laughs) So. What can we say? We started like the drama yeah we started to talk about it last week we couldn't help ourselves and we started on one of the most controversial points is that Dumbledore lets love lead to the death of a lot of people including his sister Mm -hmm. and how that could happen um and we kind of surmised last week that basically Dumbledore is at the end of the day a human being who made decisions that I'm sure a lot of people would make in that situation yeah I mean maybe not so extreme because a lot of us don't get into a relationship involved with with hitler i don't know right exactly so very very uncommon although i think it probably does happen so uh yeah i think all of uh world war ii germany maybe might be a good (laughs) a good parallel it wasn't a good time for the motherland okay relax yeah i know i know you're german sarah i'm sorry (laughs) we forgive we forgive we forgive so we also started to kind of touch on not stepping in to prevent Tom Riddle becoming Voldemort. And so he might therefore then be responsible for what he became. And that's where I think I want to start today. Okay. Is, so we all know Dumbledore goes to an orphanage that has Tom Riddle. They're like, we got this kid who like kind of does weird stuff. He's kind of exhibiting part of the serial killer trial. Right. He's killing, he's <laughs> killing animals. He's wetting the bed and he's lighting fire. So he's basically, right. he's got, I think it's the McDonald's <laughs> triad. Did he hit his head? Uh, no, but he, that... he crushed the head of other children. So. Right. That's going to go back to my favorite murder podcast. Which I'm we're sorry. obsessed with. So, you know, whatever. Obsessed. You're in a cult, call your dad. Um. <laughs> so, um, at this point, Dumbledore is a teacher at Hogwarts. He is not the headmaster yet, though, right? He's no. a teacher, but he will be the headmaster shortly thereafter. I think he, he might be the head of Transfiguration at this point, but I'm yes, not a but not, but not headmaster. Yeah. So he, he goes and he sees Tom Riddle. And from the start, in Dumbledore's own words, because we kind of dive into the Pensieve to see this memory that Dumbledore has. Um, he's like, there's just something not quite right about this kid. 
and brings him to Hogwarts. He feels like it would be a good environment at Hogwarts, which I think is a smart move. I think leaving Tom Riddle to his own devices in the the muggle world. Yeah. He's already killed people. He's already a serial killer. He's already a serial killer. We don't know what he does with the kids in the cave. I don't want to think about it. Sounds bad. Well, and we don't know what he's doing. Like, for right now, (laughs) we don't understand his motivations. Right. There's not a lot known about Tom Riddle's backstory at this point either. So uh, it's very complicated. He will get his own episode. (laughs) So we're not going to get into it too much. But Dumbledore makes the decision to bring him to Hogwarts and basically train him to be better at what he does. And yeah, and then he gets to Hogwarts and I kind of feel like Dumbledore's like, I've done my part. I wash my hands of thee and and trouble ensues. Yeah. And I have I have complicated feelings with this because I don't know. I think we get very, very little information on what actually goes on. Correct. So I don't know how much I don't know how much Dumbledore did. We don't know how much Dumbledore did at Hogwarts. Hogwarts. (laughs) In actuality, we don't know how much he did to try to intervene. We also don't know how much he could do to intervene. He was in a, it was a kid in a different house Mm -hmm. with Dumbledore isn't the headmaster. We don't know how much power he actually had to do anything. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm sorry, Sarah, there are a lot of other Slytherins probably at this time exhibiting the exact same things. Well, so I don't don't know that they were like murdering kids at their orphanage. Serial killers, but (laughs) At this point, nobody knows that he's a serial killer. Well, Dumbledore oh. Dumbledore is told about what happens with the cave. He's told about the animals. He's told about but the But I don't stealing. think he knows at this point what actually happens in the cave. I don't no, I don't think he does people either. People who told him knew. Entirely. Right. Nobody, no. nobody ever knows They see him as like a cave. troubled boy. They don't see him as an right. actual but serial killer. Dumbledore, it's, it's weird because the first time that he meets Tom, he's like, stealing will not be tolerated at hogwarts and tom's like okay and he gives the stuff back to the kids and then dumbledore's like but literally everything else is let a giant snake loose we don't care um and i don't think that that's appropriate like mentorship because dumbledore is as far as we know the only person at hogwarts that knows about tom riddle he doesn't know everything but he might be the only person at hogwarts who knows that something weird's going on and who knows Mm. that there was like a bad situation because there is now, it's also not written out very much. So other it's people not. could have known. But Dumb- yes. we know Dumbledore had Because we know Slughorn got, got some info. Slughorn gets I... info, but Slughorn doesn't get it until Tom's, like, sixth year. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just... But we also don't know what necessarily <clears throat> he got into in the first six years. Well, because we, 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 we hear that do. he's popular. Right, And he's that popular. he's, like, a really good student. Mm-hmm. He's very charismatic. He's very charismatic. Yeah. So maybe he's a Ted Bundy kind of serial killer. He, he is Ted Bundy in a lot of ways. But he is Ted Bundy. Dumbledore is the only one who's been around someone like Tom Riddle before. That is true. And, Puts him in a very unique position he, to identify somebody right. like that. And I, yeah. and I think that he does identify it early because he taught, he says, and not in these words, but basically like, there's something bad inside this kid. Like yeah. there's something mm-hmm. not good. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that if you recognize that bad piece and you recognize that you've seen someone who has grown up like this before and you have pretty intimate knowledge of it and then you bring him to an environment that's only going to increase like he can't there's no way that he thinks just putting him at hogwarts will be a positive influence on him because there are all sorts of people who leave hogwarts and do really terrible magical things with the training that they got at hogwarts i mean it's we don't have death eaters yet but we've had people who graduate from hogwarts who've done bad things 
And I just, I feel like Dumbledore is more astute and more involved. I mean, there are scenes where Dumbledore as headmaster just sits down and listens to this girl talk about losing her like squirrel or something for literally 45 minutes because he's Mm -hmm. so involved. And maybe he becomes that way after this incident because it happened, but he knows, he knows there's something not right. And I, it really does seem like he chose to just see how it played out versus getting involved because Dumbledore knows who Tom Riddle is. He's the only person who knows who Voldemort is in the beginning. The only one. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not really sure. I think it's, again, we get very, very little information about what he actually did because he was involved in Hagrid's life Mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. He was involved in Newt's life a lot. So I don't know. We don't, we don't know. We don't know what Dumbledore tried to do. Maybe he tried to tell somebody and they're like that charismatic really bright kid he's like head boy right he's like doing mm-hmm. great maybe, things in potions maybe he's re- dark maybe, arts like he's top student how how is he different than percy i mean obviously two different but generations but yeah who knows i mean i think it's i think it was a little bit i think looking back is uh you know hindsight is twenty twenty. i think maybe at that point it was a lot more unclear about what he could even do maybe but i mean how many other kids tortured and killed animals before they got to hogwarts true i mean yeah how many well, how many other kids kids do really bad things with losers that's something we've learned <laughs> yeah. well yeah they they do we like, have friends who have tortured losers yeah well did, need to watch did it we all we, we pulled the tails off the what happened oh my god what? oh my god you guys I never did that as a kid no and the first time it's an accident and then you're like it'll grow back and then you feel really bad after. Yeah. No, I'm a little. <laughs> Sarah, so... <laughs> did you want to better hit your head? Or... <laughs> That's what you're No, treat. no, I have not. No, I have not. Um, but I did catch a lot of lizards as a kid. Apparently, but... it's more common. I think we're the outliers. I Maybe. Think... It's super. It was... If you grew up in Florida, it's super common to have done it because there's geckos all over the place. Well, yeah, yeah I, I've lived in Florida my entire life and I've never been like, let me pull the tail off the lizard. Never. You don't do it intentionally at first. You don't even realize that it comes off. But then you do it intentionally after? Just the one <laughs> That's time. That's where the point Just is. to make sure that it wasn't a fluke. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay, moving on to the I just, next I don't one. know. He, as long as you don't move on to small children in caves. That's our point. Right. That's, right? that's right. my point. Like, <laughs> So he does this. He's like, then he's killing cats. Then he's scaring kids and stealing things, which we know is kind of a gateway. Then he's taking kids into a cave they don't he apparated them into the cave mm-hmm. they yes. don't there's no other way he could have gotten them in the cave so he's apparating as a young child and they don't know yeah. what goes on in the cave and then the kids do come out of the cave but like they have to go Guard. be instituted because they're yes. like really so i just even if he wasn't sure where he stood i think that he should have been a lot more attentive to the path that was being taken and I think that a lot of flags were missed with him that I do that agree. were that were directly thrown up to Dumbledore. And for other people, it may have just been a one-time thing, but Dumbledore could see it all playing out and he was seeing each and every one of them and it should have been a signal, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think that he was in, like we said, in a u- unique position to see the mm-hmm. possibilities of this. Yes. But I, I'm still kind of iffy on like, what could he actually do? I think we expect him to have done a lot because we have the insight of what happens Mm -hmm. in the future with Harry. And I think that Dumbledore at that point is he's not super fresh off of obviously his sister, but like slightly. Well, I mean, when, 
when was not super fresh but like he still has that i mean he carries this that is the guilt first like big incident him. that he feels like he probably after grindelwald and stuff right. so right. like this is his first learning he's you know third time's the charm with harry yeah so... right yeah i don't know it's complicated because when i look at this i'm like all right so basically dumbledore is directly responsible for letting two mass murderer supremacists develop and do whatever because he didn't want to say anything yeah. And and again, he may have said something. We may just not know it. But it, I feel like it's really written to indicate that like Dumbledore didn't do anything, which I don't yeah. like. I mean, I think you could say that he sees probably a lot of himself, at least his Hogwarts self, in Tom Riddle. Definitely yeah. coming from kind mm-hmm. of like a broken home, and and Hogwarts being his his new home, his confidence, his mm-hmm. you know getting into his stride there. But and... the only step that he makes in, to any way thwart Tom is Tom comes to him and says, I would like a job here. And Voldemort says, or Dumbledore says, no. Like, he knows yeah. that he shouldn't have Tom around these people. But that's mm-hmm. much later on. Tom comes back after a couple years and asks for that job. So, I mean, he that's the only thing that we know that he's like, no, other than saying no stealing, which, mm-hmm. you know. I think also part of the other thing that we need to take into account here is that I think that dark magic is a lot more open in the wizarding world than we would think of like horrible things in the muggle world. So like, I mean, there's Nocturne Alley. Everybody knows about it. Mm -hmm. It's really shifty. They sell dark shit. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. maybe they're less in, maybe just in the world, they're less inclined to So like, are the dark wizards just kind of like the emos of the muggle world? I feel like more. Or like more accepted? Yeah. Or like accepted in the same way? The difference between Nocturnality and people actually doing dark magic is that Nocturnality has dark objects that like, you have to use badly to make them bad. Uh, They're more like, it's more like creepy antiquing, I think. And yeah, but I think everybody knows that that's where the dark wizards hang out. Oh yeah, everybody feel- knows about it. But like those people aren't actively out torturing people at this point yet. But then true. they that's do true. later on. Right. But what I'm saying is that there might be less of a um, kind of culture to step in. Or there's like a curiosity that's accepted about it. Right. Like maybe maybe the dark wizards are the Scientologists of the muggle world. I don't know. <laughs> Well, there is another instance of Dumbledore not really doing anything, and that is when he left Harry at the Dursleys. And that's, if we're going to talk about one thing that kind of irritates the actual shit out of me a little bit, is that Dumbledore didn't do more to step in when the Dursleys were actually abusing Harry. Right, because we, and guys, trust me, we know Harry had to stay with a blood relative. We we know all of that. We get it. But the circumstances of it are not okay. Nothing that happened to Harry as a child is okay. A lot of what happened to him at Hogwarts is not okay. Um, the way that Dumbledore sometimes treats Harry himself is not okay. There's a there lot. Are some things that there... I don't agree with how Dumbledore treated Harry. I don't think we're right now. We're getting into where a lot of people actually think Dumbledore is an abuser himself because he let abuse happen, and I think that's a little far fetched. But... I think. I think. To think that he is just a generalized abuser, maybe a little bit too much, but there are a lot of instances where Dumbledore exhibits traits of psychological abuse with Harry because a lot of it comes from, it's a power dynamic and comes from withholding information from someone who deserves and is entitled to that information. And See, I don't think, I don't think he's an emotional abuser. I think he's trying to make a conscious decision and trying to, I think part of it is like he said, he, he wants to have that burden. 
I think that he's trying to keep Harry out of having that burden as much as he possibly can. Right, but I he, don't think that the, he made the right decision. The, yeah, I think the point he is that Harry. that's not his choice to make because it's not really his information. It directly has to do with Harry. I mean, Harry's the only person in the wizarding world who doesn't know about his past and the circumstances surrounding it. And it takes Dumbledore years to finally divulge just a little bit of information. And we know that Dumbledore dies knowing way more about it than he lets on. And then he tells Harry. Well, part of it, though, is he couldn't tell Harry all of the information. Like, there was information he had to figure out on his own yeah. for things to play out the way they were supposed to. I agree. And even, like, the, he says it in the, I think it's the end of the fifth one after Sirius dies. He's like, or I think he says it multiple times, even earlier than that. But anyways, point being, he's like, there's so much information that you needed to know, but like that love factor too, that uh-huh. like child factor, keep him from you that. like, I want you to have as much of a childhood as you can. You haven't had one. You're finding your, you know, friends here <laughs> and we're watching you grow. And like to, to take that innocence away from you is what I was avoiding. So like he admits but, it, but is that right? Because no, at the, I at don't the, think so. I mean, well, but at I the think... end of the day, Dumbledore is kind of cultivating Harry to make choices that Dumbledore wants Harry to make. I think Harry makes good choices and I'm not saying that what Dumbledore is trying to get him to do isn't right, but Dumbledore is always playing the long game with Harry. He is always Mm -hmm. just giving him enough information to kind of keep him on board because Dumbledore knows that Harry is going to have to die from the get go. Dumbledore is the only person that knows other than Snape eventually that Harry is going to have to die. And he never tells Harry that until the very end, because I don't know, you tell a 12 year old, Hey, in a couple years, you're going to have to die and sacrifice yourself. He's not on board anymore. And I don't think that that was right to keep that from him because a lot of Harry's decisions were influenced by the information that Dumbledore gave and Dumbledore was so selective with it. And I feel like that's not right. But I think the most, I think (coughs) the key to Harry's success was that Harry had to be a good person on his own. Yes. And I think giving him that space as a kid giving him the relationships with Hermione and Ron that he did and, you know, not telling him you're going to eventually, he has to go willingly. Yeah. And he has to be that good person on his own or it completely makes no, it just shatters the entire plan. I think that it, it's, it's key that Harry has to be a good person, basically the opposite of Voldemort and able to, he has to value goodness. Yeah. Right. But in order to defeat Voldemort, did he cultivate that within himself? If he wasn't given all the information, can you make an informed decision? Like, okay, I'm deciding to go. If you don't actually know what's going on behind the scenes, because Dumbledore orchestrates every single element of what happens. We find out at the very end that Dumbledore has literally set up every single event that has happened from the Mm -hmm. night that Harry's parents died. But Harry doesn't know that. I think he so absolutely he, does. I mean, I, I think I it's the same way as that, you know, uh, you tell your children how to act and how to be a good person. It doesn't mean you expose them to every single evil in the world so that they know what's out there. I think it's the same thing. It's to select information. You're trying to protect them. It's not always the best thing, but it's a thing. And I think that Harry, when he does finally get all of the information right before he's about to die, he then makes the conscious decision he's going to sacrifice himself. I think I think that was key, and I think that's why Dumbledore didn't tell him, hey, you're going to have to die, because I think the act of actually sacrificing himself 
is what's key in being able to defeat Voldemort. Maybe. I don't know. There's a lot about it that feels off to me because there's, there's so much that he didn't know. Well, and, and that there's was... so many situations that Dumbledore just let happen. And I mean, he was basically like, this is 50-50. Leaving Harry with the Dursleys could have easily turned Harry into a terrible person. That was a huge gamble, knowing how he was going to be treated. Did he, I just, Dumbledore just had all the faith in the world that Harry would turn out to not be like the Dursleys or to not become exactly like Tom Riddle. They put him in a situation and then didn't change it at all. I mean, the fact that Harry didn't turn out to be Voldemort 2.0, I think is a miracle. Amazing. Yeah. Because he's, he's verbally and physically and mentally and emotionally abused for 11 years before anyone steps in. And then even yeah. then, he only gets the school year away from it and then has to go back to it, knowing what else is out there for him. Yeah. And I, I agree. There are definitely things, um, like, particularly in uh, Order of the Phoenix, that Harry should have been um, absolutely told. And I think At that, that point, absolutely. Yes. And I think that Dumbledore and Molly and some other people who didn't want to tell him things... I think y'all are insane at this point. He is basically an adult. He needs to know these things. And Um, when he's central to everything everything. on, and he's Mm -hmm. always central to everything, which I think makes him a lot more privy to information than Ron or Hermione. I agree. Harry also isn't 11 years old when he's 11 years old. He had to grow up very quickly and very differently. And there, but I think it's hard for people to see that, but you see an 11 year old boy standing in front of you. Yeah. Right. And Mm -hmm. then he takes on Voldemort in his first year and I think after that people need to give him a little more leeway with things because clearly he's very capable and invested and, and I think of all people Dumbledore actually does where most people don't I think but, he still gives Harry a little bit more leeway than it, he would a regular it takes them old. so many years to explain why Harry has to go back to the Dursleys why wouldn't you just tell him that that is stupid why wouldn't you just say it why wouldn't yeah. you just say it so that he's like this is shit and I'm totally miserable here so but, that he would understand what right, the fuck is going on because I think he on. would absolutely he, have understood as an 11 year old what's going on after his first year at the end yeah, of the year so you sit him down and you're like we're sending you back to the Dursleys we know you hate it we know you would rather be with Ron you'd have so much more fun but here's why and I think he would have mm-hmm. been totally capable of being like okay that is something that I can wrap my mind around I understand yeah I do agree and then there's um, Snape we're not going to talk about Snape right now because we have a whole other episode and we are on a little bit of a time crunch. So well, I want no, to just, get in. Just to touch on it, Snape is horrible to everyone. He's extra horrible to Harry. And Dumbledore is never like, dude, chill out. Yeah, I do. I do have a and, major issue with and that. And there are plenty of he knows people he's who are like, children. Snape's playing the double agent. He has to be really shitty. And you know what? He does have to be shitty, but he doesn't have to abuse kids. That's all I'm going right. to say for that one. Yeah, agreed. Um, and Dumbledore not necessarily stepping in is a little bit. Yeah, because Dumbledore, it... he doesn't step in for anyone. For anybody, for exactly. Anybody. And I mean, I know Snape has to be bad to Harry. That's how the whole thing works. But like Neville, Luna, Hermione, anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. So and yeah, so that's yeah, mm, yeah. But but he does kind of have to keep Snape on his side. Snape, is, and I guess Snape he... is on his side. I don't and think I guess he has he... to work at that. I also think that maybe he has to show the Death Eaters and Voldemort that, like, Snape can get away with anything because Dumbledore just fully trusts him. So maybe, like, reprimanding him for a lot of things, maybe it would sour that relationship to where he couldn't be his double agent as well. 
ex- but but that just makes Dumbledore look dumb as fuck. Like it does. But Dumbledore, I don't think Dumbledore, gives Dumbledore a fuck. punishes his other teachers who do bad things. Like there are rules in place for this kind of thing. And okay, we'll talk about that. With Snape episode I don't, one. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think he does. I don't well, think he. But think about punishes do, anybody. Do any other? But Snape's really the only right, controversial Snape's, teacher. Snape's the only you know one. What I mean? like, like, what are the other well, ones? Well, a lot that... of people think that Hagrid should have never been able to work with children. Yeah, but Hagrid never hurts the kids. Ooh, he puts them in dangerous situations. Right, but, but I don't. But, I, but I, I love Hagrid, do and I don't it. think it's Hagrid's fault. Hagrid's but... not doing it though. It's not with yeah. malice. Like Dumbledore could just be like, "Yo, Hagrid, stop sending the kids into the." Forbidden Forest, and Hagrid would be like, "Okay." With Hagrid, it would be coaching. With Snape, Maybe it would be reprimanding. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. So, so we it, need to get on yeah, to the next one. A real controversial point, and I think that this is one that is very divisional for the fandom, and that is that some people yes. believe that Dumbledore only cared about the greater good and not for individuals involved, especially when it comes to Harry, because, and I mean, we just kind of talked about it a little bit, but he saw Harry as a means to an end and didn't necessarily love him. I think the first big point to make is that Dumbledore doesn't have to love Harry. If he loves him or doesn't love him, that is not, I don't feel like that's a part of the story because I don't think he has to, I don't think he has to for everything to work out. I do agree with this though, that he saw Harry as a means to an end. I think at the very end, he started to see Harry as a person, but I think in a lot of ways, Dumbledore was going to make sure that Harry made the decisions that Harry needed to make. Although it was right, I think that Dumbledore was a lot, he played a lot of that puppeteer game where he was constantly making it. So Harry only had one choice and it felt like maybe Harry had more autonomy in the situation, but a lot of the time, I, up until the very end, Harry was just doing what he thought he needed to be doing because Dumbledore made him think that way in a lot of ways. And I know that that's kind of a controversial way to think about it, but Dumbledore is behind the scenes making it happen every single step of the way. Dumbledore knows infinitely more than anyone else involved in the situation. Dumbledore pushes Harry. Because, I mean, at the times that Harry pushes back against it, Dumbledore is like, we're done. We're done talking. You don't get to have an opinion about this. So here's my issue (coughs) with a lot of that argument, is that we just got done talking about how Dumbledore didn't step in with Grindelwald. Dumbledore didn't step in, step in with Voldemort. He didn't do anything to make sure that he did the right thing. But then people have an issue with the fact that Dumbledore did the, did the thing with Harry. Right, but stepped Dumbledore, in and made sure he was making the right Dumbledore decisions. Dumbledore knows that Harry is the key to bringing someone down. Dumbledore wasn't assured in any way that Grindelwald was going to do shit things. He also wasn't assured that Tom Riddle was. They happened to have done it and Dumbledore could have done something about it but didn't. Dumbledore knows intimately that Harry is the key to stopping all of this. Right, so wouldn't you think that he would take his learnings from prior things and go, okay, I absolutely need to make sure that this kid has the right people around him, has the right influence so that he can make the right decisions that are not going to be like Voldemort or Grindelwald. But does Dumbledore get to make that decision for Harry? I think so. I think so. But see, I mean, I think it goes back to him being a youth. That means that you he need- is looking at the greater good only. If he's like, I have I to make sure. I don't think he's looking at the greater good only. I think he does love Harry. I just think that, I mean, I think it's the same way you love your children. You want them to make the right decisions. I think it's the same thing. I think, too, he's he saw with Harry, the mistakes he made with Harry were because he loved him. Yes, I agree. 100%. And 
And I don't think, and I think that's what he kicked himself for. Mm-hmm. It was, it was okay. I can't afford to make these mistakes again. Right. So like in the fifth one where he separates himself, it was to protect himself, the greater good, the overall plan, because he knew he was getting too close. Yeah. And he, and we said, <laughs> and JK said that, you know, he has had um, his judgment blinded by love before. And then he started questioning his own judgment. He can't afford to question his judgment at this point. So he, he knows that he loves Harry. So he's trying to keep an arm's length. I think that, like you said, is the whole, the whole reason he starts to do that is because he loves him. I think there's a big difference in the decisions people make with romantic love and non-romantic love though. He thinks that Harry's a nice person. He thinks that Harry deserves to have a nice life, but he also then thinks as a direct pair like as a direct opposite of that that harry has to make the choices that he wants to make and there are a harry pushes back at a lot of points and dumbledore shuts it down and i think in a relationship where you really care about someone or you actually do think about the individual you let harry express that because harry never gets that opportunity and he has a lot of those thoughts and dumbledore dismisses them completely until Dumbledore's already dead and Harry's also dead and they're sitting on a bench in a train station. So I think that you're right. There is a big difference between romantic love and non-romantic love. However, there's not a big, a big difference in extremes when it comes to romantic love and parental love. And I think Dumbledore's love towards Harry is much more parental and parents absolutely do shut kids down and make them not express themselves because the parent knows best. And I think that's the kind of people abuse him over the summer. No, I mean, I, I, we talked about how that's an issue, but I also think part of it is because Dumbledore isn't Harry's parent. He isn't his guardian. So he's, there's he's some not, issues but with that. But that, that makes me think that he really did see Harry as more of a means to an end in a lot of ways because he isn't really concerned with any exterior development of Harry that doesn't directly involve what he wants Harry to do at the end. He's not super concerned with Harry's education. He's not concerned with Harry's relationships. He's not concerned with Harry's home situation. He's only concerned with Harry when it has to do with teaching Harry something that directly involves their little Horcrux hunt or directly involves making sure that Harry is developing into a altruistic enough person that he would kind of make the decision to die to save everyone. So there's a lot of development points that Dumbledore just doesn't give a fuck about. And I don't think that you can do that and then honestly say, I genuinely care for the individual. I think he's super fond of Harry. I think he looks at Harry and sees a lot of really good things that he will not be able to give to a child in that sense. But I I think there are a lot of times that Dumbledore takes too far of a step back and he's like, look, we just need to get this kid to do the thing. So I don't, I don't think that... I yeah I don't think that he you, are you gonna say something Kelsey Go Dumbledore ahead. Dumbledore so let's say those eleven years ten years I'm sorry that Harry was at the Dursleys Dumbledore was setting up an environment or I would imagine I can only assume that he was setting up an environment for Harry once he got to Hogwarts to with teachers in place with a system in place that he could be completely confident that his life was being enriched mm-hmm. in the way it should in a good way when Harry got there. So that was not an aspect I think he needed to worry about. Yeah. So, I think but, Dumbledore had so why, does, so why does Dumbledore do that? Because Dumbledore can only do so much. He's only human. Right. But Dumbledore Putting, doesn't do that for other students. He does it just for Harry. So but he, Harry 
is exceptional. Right. Yeah. There but is he, a lot of weight on a, Harry. A lot I, of I Dumbledore's think... decisions are because he wants Harry to to do what he wants Harry to do. I don't think that he's not that wrong? fond of Harry. But I don't know that it's right either. I think it's at a very moral gray ground because Harry should have a lot more autonomy than he does throughout the books. And that's one of the character elements of Harry that people note most about is that like nobody listens to Harry. Yeah, nobody sure. lets Harry voice his opinions. Nobody's emotionally supportive of Harry. And th- I think that's because they're so hyper-focused on Harry is the key to all of this. We need to protect Harry. We need to. And so Harry doesn't get to live the life that I, he would have chosen for himself, which it's a time of war. So that makes sense. I mean, yeah. But yeah. But I mean, Harry, that's one of the reasons why I think we find Molly Weasley so enduring, although it's annoying that she treats him like a child. She treats him like a child. She treats him like he's a person and not like he is a means to an end. And although she probably wants him to make that decision, I don't think that she forces him that way. Although she is very influential in his life as a mother but, figure. But she's also not someone <clears throat> who is seen or felt like is the one person standing up to Hitler. Because Dumbledore has that. So he's got the difference of, yes, of course he sees Harry as a means to an end. But that doesn't mean that he also can't love him. Right. I don't think the two are mutually exclusive by any means. Yeah. But I do think that at more times than others, I see him, that Harry is much of a pawn. Um, there's a lot of times where it feels very lamb slaughter with Harry. And it's only at the very end when Dumbledore is dead and Harry's imagining this conversation where he is also dead, that the two have, I think, much more of a an equals moment instead of oh, a, yeah. a mentor leading the mentee to the idea that they want. And I would have liked to have seen that at other points in the book, because I think that Harry still would have made the same choices, but it would have felt a lot more authentic and a lot more autonomous for Harry as a character. I agree, but I don't know if there was enough room for that. (laughs) I think that Dumbledore knew so much of what was going on and there was so much going on in the background that Harry should not have been privy to. I don't think Harry should have been privy to the whole Snape situation. So no one could be privy to the Snape situation that, that had to be a secret. Exactly. But, that's what I'm saying. But there so I think so that many... Dumbledore is the keeper of the information. So he he's trying to decide who should be privy to certain things. So well, it is dangerous to get it's out extremely of this dangerous. At this point too. Yeah. So I don't think that there is necessarily as many points in this story where, or in this situation where Harry can just go off and decide to make his own decisions or get all the information that's needed. What? I think it's more complicated than like a normal situation it's definitely complicated but it's also interesting because people describe harry as being a little reckless and a little bit of a do-gooder in some situations where he just makes these decisions but Mm -hmm. then you you read on the next 12 pages and you realize harry didn't really make the decision that was just the one that happened to be laid out in front of him and then he did it in a lot of ways because all of harry's truly autonomous decisions are pretty discouraged by other people and I don't well, know. It's for just... One of them for good reason. <laughs> it's just when they go to the ministry, ministry of magic to save Sirius and Hermione's like, it's a trap. I feel like Hermione makes that decision though, because she's not wanting Harry to get hurt. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like other people external to Harry don't treat him the way that Dumbledore does. And it's complicated because Dumbledore knows so much, but he withholds so much that it starts to feel restrictive on the actual decisions that Harry makes for me. Yeah. And I, and I agree. <coughs> I don't necessarily think that Dumbledore was necessarily 
wrong or thinking that he's an end means to an end. I think that he made a decision and yeah, it probably wasn't the best in hindsight to keep so much information from Harry, but I don't think that it's coming from a place of, Oh, I only care about the greater good. But is Dumbledore not smarter than that? Is he not, does he, I mean, he, he can't see the future. He can't see the future, but he's able to, at this point and he's in never his been life, in this situation before. No, but he's able to recognize the strengths and weaknesses of people now. He's dealt with situations like this. And I think well, he but... can look at Harry and be like, this is a good person. I need to give him a little control. I need to give him a little actuality in this situation because he runs the risk all the time of Harry backing out and just being yeah, like, I'm but done. I mean, like, but I mean, like the same way that in normal lives, you know, like you find out something horrible about something you know like if in a friend's in a relationship and you find out something horrible that the other one's doing what do you do it's always just a tell them well sometimes (laughs) sometimes not sometimes it's gonna end absolutely horribly and i've been that person before and then i'm not friends with that person anymore because they didn't like what i was having to say even though it was true and it was coming from a place it was more important to give him just enough information to keep him along yeah then and is that fair no i think that's what we're we're it's not that's fair. what I think we're culminating to right however you want to say that I think a is lot that of the it was sad reality was Dumbledore didn't have that um luxury to let Harry be right I don't think it was a conscious horrible decision from Dumbledore I think he was trying to do the best in a situation that's incredibly complex and difficult mm-hmm. and I don't think it was fair of him to keep so much information I think even Dumbledore admits it that he should have told him more yeah. but it wasn't because he was just like okay, well, this kid's got to die and whatever, fuck him. It was, no, he was trying to do the best thing in the situation and, and he did love him. I don't think it's that black and white, but I mean, it seems like at the end of every book, Dumbledore's like, I guess I should have told you. And you're like, well, you've got plenty of opportunities coming up here. You've got seven, six years with the kid. Go ahead and just tell him a little more. Let well, him be a little more involved. Let him make these decisions. You're so confident that he's going to make them anyways because of the other situations you put him in. Why not... I don't think he's so confident until book six, seven. I mean, I think, no. Yeah, I think he's confident. I think Dumbledore sees, I think he was surprised. I'm pretty sure he even said it. The number one, Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. Harry does all this on his own. Yeah. That, the things that happen, Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets. Dumbledore didn't do anything. None of that. So Mm -hmm. Harry was making the right decisions on On his own. Dumbledore did anything. Right. So if you know he's going to make these decisions, why wouldn't you forfeit a little more information to him? Because you know that the most frustrating part. Because it's more complicated. But, but he knows that a huge frustration for Harry is that he doesn't know more. Harry expresses it all the time to literally anyone that will listen. And everyone keeps making a decision not to tell him. But then they also expect him to make the decisions that they want them to make. Maybe if you gave him a little more information, he would be a lot less resistant to it. Oh, I I agree. I fully agree. I mean, I think, too, though, the ideal opportunity never presented itself until after um, Order of the Phoenix. Like, so he was young up until Azkaban. Azkaban, we were dealing with Dementors. We were dealing with Sirius Black being out, all that stuff. And then comes Goblet of Fire. Harry's under stress being involved in the tournament. The tournament. And then Order of the Phoenix, you know, the Ministry is a dangerous enemy at that point. Mm-hmm. So any information being divulged was not safe. Yeah, I totally yeah, forget to that give. Dumbledore lets him participate in the Triwizard Tournament <laughs> as, a, as a 15-year-old kid. 
that's fucked up too guys that's not okay yeah. i mean i think letting anybody participate yeah in that that's tournament pretty, tournament right but i mean someone who's underaged and non-consensually participating come on guys come on i mean but I, mean, I think yeah. I think at the end of the day, although people don't agree one way or the other, we do agree that it's black and white. It's not black and white. It's a lot of gray yeah, because mm-hmm. there are times where I mean, a lot of it, I can understand why Dumbledore does it. I just don't agree with it because I think that mm-hmm. people deserve a lot more autonomy. And it's frustrating because then I see adults who are giving him a little more autonomy. I mean, Lupin treats him pretty pretty much pretty fairly as an adult gives him all the information that he wants Sirius may treat him too much like an adult but at least he's Mm -hmm. being honest and i mean it's not harry doesn't do anything crazy because of information Sirius has given him he does something crazy because he loves Sirius. so i don't know i feel like it could have been handled a lot better and it's frustrating because we know that dumbledore is jk has quoted him as being the epitome of goodness and i feel like a lot of it wasn't the epitome of goodness it was a little bit selfish um, because he wanted Harry to make those decisions. But she also says that he knows everything and has the burden of being the only one who knows everything. But Mm -hmm. so share some of it or share some of the knowledge. Let other people help you too. I don't think he wants to give other people. I don't think he could. No, I don't think that giving that. Yes. I think he wants to keep it to himself, carry that burden. Yeah. Don't let other people feel that same weight. But I think, you know, devil's advocate here, I think people are feeling that weight. So why not trust them? <laughs> right. But I think that's exactly. just it. There's not a lot of people that you can trust. And right but, now. he's but already Harry said, we've already weight. seen that he's not as, as trustworthy after Grindelwald. So he's yeah. very careful. Well, he doesn't, who he doesn't trust his own judgment. But uh-huh. that doesn't mean he's not. He he obviously finds Harry very trustworthy if he's like, I will give you the task of but saving the wizarding world. But he, see, I don't think that it's because he trusts Harry. I think it's because there's literally nobody else who can do it. He is a part of Voldemort's, Voldemort's soul. I think, guess what, kid? You chose His it. thoughts aren't safe. Right. His thoughts aren't safe either. But um, that's a whole nother matter. I do think that Harry... I think we all agree that Harry should have been given more information. I don't think it was fair of Dumbledore to keep everything from him like he did. I mm-hmm. think he should have been told more. I, I think mean, the no one even made an effort to go in the first 10 years and 364 days to tell Harry that this is not actually your life. Yeah, and I, I don't know if it's, well, I mean, I know that Petunia and Vernon were supposed to tell him. That right, was but, in the letter. But Dumbledore really thought, I'll, he leave never this, checked. I'll leave this letter in a basket with a kid. And I'm sure that they'll make a great decision because they're such wonderful human beings who are totally cool with wizards. Yeah. And I don't know if, you know, maybe he was so caught up in the aftermath of Voldemort because he was having a lot to do with the wizarding 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 um i don't know what the word is but you know maybe i mean maybe it came down to he was just busy and he trusted that these two people who were his blood would take care of him i think there was a risk to sending wizarding people into his life yeah maybe it would give away who that he was there i mean his followers are still out there you know how do you go into a muggle world and you know tell a muggle family "Mm, you can't treat harry that way yeah like i i i mean like yes i think I think the sad reality is that there wasn't much he could do. And yes, do I think that's right? Not necessarily, but like I, 
I think it's complicated. I think I wish he would have done more with Harry and the Dursleys, at least to stop some of the abuse. But the issue is, I don't know. Like you said, I don't know how much power he had in that situation. Um, I, think I mean, that, all he had to do was yeah. send a letter saying the cupboard under the stairs and they moved him to a new room. I think he had a lot more influence because the Dursleys are so scared of wizards. I think he could have done literally anything and it would have been better than what he did. And it's because we see Dumbledore as such a wise person, the epitome of goodness, knowing everything. I expected him as a reader to do more and felt let down that he didn't until the very mm-hmm. end. Because, I get that. because yeah, Harry's, that. Harry's a good character. Harry's someone that you want to succeed. It sucks to see someone being like, you know what? We're just not going to tell you a whole lot. And just, just trust us without giving Harry. Harry has no reason to trust them at all. Yeah. They have done nothing for him. They're part of the group of people who, I mean, they're wizards. Wizards killed his parents. Like there's no reason for him to trust them. Nobody makes an effort to tell him who he is or why he's so important. He's confused for like the first year of his life. There's so much that they could have done. And I just feel like they let him down as a person, which is very frustrating because they expected so much of him. Yeah. I mean, I think we, I think we need to remember too, that this is literature. It is literature. This is Mm -hmm. a book. Yeah. Yeah. And And I'm not, not as much as I want this to be real, she is an author and this is an art and there is an art to having to craft and strategically place information where it needs to, to be able to continue a plot line. Oh, and definitely. So like, yeah, like, yes, we want in an ideal world. This is how we think this would, but we do have to, remember, this is a book. Yeah. And it I is, think, I think that if Harry didn't have the abusive background and that whole horrible upbringing, I don't think he would have been the same character or even as relatable. Had. Yeah. To, you know, for readers. Right. I think so many of us say that, like, you know, Harry Potter, you know, changed our childhood. It it inspired us to do and his life and his decisions inspired us. And I think that a lot of the decisions JK had to make with, you know, Dumbledore exposing Harry and Harry having these tragic backgrounds is to create that um, yeah. relatability that you know yeah and i think he kind of had to have a harry kind of had to have a tragic background in order for this to work we've said that you know um lily and james dying is the ultimate plot device death but Mm -hmm. without them we would not have the same story not Mm -hmm. even a little yeah so yeah Hmm. i think dumbledore just is um the most complex of complex characters yes (laughs) we could sit here and divulge you know like every aspect of his life and never come to an agreement no definitely not because which i think is okay i mean you know i think a character who creates discussion yeah is great is so dynamic and oh she um, absolutely wrote characters to cause controversy and to Mm -hmm. have complex stories and i mean she did it with snape and she did it beautifully with snape and we'll obviously talk more about that in upcoming episodes but yeah i I don't think that she failed as a writer I just no, wish that no. the character had made different choices because of who the yeah. character is. So, right. and I I get that, but I do I love that she made Dumbledore so complicated with a darker mm-hmm. past, with making mistakes, but still being an overall good person. I think yeah. that's important, and I think it's something well, it that a lot of people are redeemable. Yeah, and I think it's it's something that a lot of children it's or young hope. adult books don't have that complexity of like, hey, people aren't perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Whew. 
So yikes, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to agree on the controversy. Um, and that's about it, but that's okay. <laughs> so yeah. I think that is a pretty thorough analysis of controversy. What do you guys think? Yeah. 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 So we're going to call it on Albus Dumbledore. That doesn't mean that we'll never talk about him again, though. Don't oh, worry. Oh, no, we'll definitely talk about him again. We, after oh, we yeah. have the Snape episode, we're still going to talk about Snape. Oh, yeah. It's just going to happen. Dumbledore will occur. <laughs> he will be someone that we talk about with all of these characters because he was a part of everybody's lives. He had yeah, he was pretty instrumental. fingers in all the pies. So yeah. when did he sleep? Who even knows? <sighs> did he sleep? Is he a vampire? Oh, he plot oh. hole. Okay. Love. Um, <laughs> Somebody write a fan fiction. Go. If I had a double door beard to stroke, yeah, you'd be stroking it right now, wondering mm-hmm. if he's mm-hmm. So, this is the first installment of our controversial characters episode. If you want to hear part one, go back to last week's episode, and you can hear about his history, his family, and a little bit about his personality. And we get into some controversy because we just can't help ourselves. Mm-hmm. We will be back next week with whatever character we choose to do. I don't know who it's going to be. Who You'll just knows? have to we'll find see. out. We'll see who we're feeling. But yeah. again, this will be a four installment uh, series on characters, probably two parts each because it's just a lot to put in one episode. Definitely two parts each. Yeah. We welcome comments, critiques, feedback, topics, and anything you want to talk about. You can always reach out to us on Instagram at Lumis Maxima Podcast, on Twitter at Lumis Maxima Pod, and by email at Lumis Maxima Podcast at gmail.com. We would love it if you shared the podcast with one of your Harry Potter friends. We know there's like 8 million of you and we don't have 8 million listeners. So what's up with that? What's up with Get that? Get on it, guys. Honestly. <laughs> We also would really appreciate it if you would rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on whatever listening platform you use. Leave us five stars. Leave us what you want to hear. The reviews is one of the ways that we communicate with you guys about everything that we do for the podcast. This was a long episode. Last week's was a long episode. So they will continue to be long until we get out of this series. But (laughs) we're super excited to do the character series. Um, It's something that we've definitely been talking about doing for a really long time. So it's great to finally get to do that and to have wonderful guests on. Thank you so much, Kelsey. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for being a part. I'm sure that we'll have you on for episodes in the future. Um, We're going to have, I think, someone on for every character series. But we'll definitely see about that. I know I have some people that I have in mind. So so very exciting. Um, We are still working on that big news that we've got behind the scenes that we haven't told you about yet. And we will have... I'm busy. We'll have announcements and updates at some point. um, But just keep an eye out for that. Check our social media for updates on episodes and just some fun harry potter stuff um and until next week we'll catch you next week bye (laughs) bye